Ephesus and our faithful in Christ Jesus. Praise to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, even as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before him. In love he predestined us for adoption as sons through Jesus Christ, according to the purpose of his will, to the praise of his glorious grace, with which he has blessed us in the beloved. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses according to the riches of his grace, which he lavished upon us in all wisdom and insight, making known to us the mystery of his will, according to his purpose, which he set forth in Christ as a plan for the fullness of time to unite all things in him, things in heaven, Let's pray together. Lord, we ask tonight that you would be amongst us to look at your word. We pray that you would teach our minds to know you rightly and truthfully. We pray that you would train our hearts to love you as we ought to, as we see your loveliness. And Lord, that you would train our wills to surrender to you.
you can receive my patience and my kindness and my peace and my strength. Because this is what I created you for. To depend on me and to find me to be the source of your life and your own.
God has sent His love on you in Jesus Christ. He's chosen you. And He will go with you. And He will be with you. And He will walk with you through all that uncertainty. And you will not be abandoned or orphaned or alone. And finally, because we know that the greatest, according to the Bible, the last enemy is death itself. When we are facing death, some of you may be near to that than others. Your brother in the city died yesterday from cancer. Some are wrestling with these questions. Here's the hope. If God has sent his love on me, if he has chosen me to be adopted as his child and to be a part of his family, and even death, which seems like the worst thing in the world, loses its power and its thing. Because I know whose I am. And I know where I belong. And even death will be just a transition into an eternity with Him. So friends, it is good news to be chosen adopted as his children in his love. There are two implications from this in this passage. I spent most of our time simply sitting in this truth of being chosen by him. There are two implications that I want to draw out because they're in there in verse 4. Look with me again. Even as he chose us in him before the foundations of the world, that we should be holy and blameless him. One of the purposes of him choosing us and bringing us into his family is so that we might be set apart from the world that we live in and all of its fallen dynamics and destructive lives, spiritually and personally destructiveness that is, is what sin is and what it does. And what Paul's pointing to here is he's saying, brought you into his family and now he wants you to act like a family member. Act like someone who belongs to God. I remember when I was in ninth grade, I was able to get onto a traveling soccer team. And it was a different world than I ever lived. I always lived in like local soccer leagues. And suddenly I was in this bigger world. And I remember looking at the guys who had done it before and the older guys I was thinking, I want to
new life of I want to live as God's child. I want to live holy and blameless in this world. It is the status of sonship that produces this kind of life. And so we reverse it and say, oh, I can only be a son of God or a child of God if I do right. But Paul is saying, no, 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 God has chosen you for this. And this is part of the purpose that you will live like a family member. And the beautiful thing is the book of Ephesians is going to give us all sorts of really practical ways of what that looks like. Chapter 1 through 3 is going to talk, going to lay out for us the riches of what it means to be part of his household. And verse four through, chapters 4 through 6 are going to say, and this is how you should live in light of that. So stick around, and you'll get all the applications from this point that I'm not going to spell out now. Um, come back in the middle of October, and we'll start poking along for the fourth week. I don't even know, maybe this January when we can get there. <laughs> anyway, um, but the reality is that the book of Ephesians gives us all sorts of Springs out of this being adopted into his, into his family and in his household. Thirdly, we see this in verse uh, 6. He repeats, He loved, He predestined us for adoption, for adoption as sons through Jesus Christ, according to his pur- the purpose of His will, to the praise of His glorious grace. So this is the second implication, and that is that we who received this love, this choosing that had nothing to do with our deserving it, that is the definition of grace, right? God's grace is His undeserved favor and blessing and bestowing of love, and ultimately it's His saving us from our sin when we couldn't save ourselves from it. And we are now given the purpose of living to the praise of His glorious grace. I don't know if your high school had a trophy case. We had one in our gymnasium. We had soccer trophies and wrestling trophies and individuals who were super special superstars who got whatever kind of accolades. They got little plaques and all that stuff. Friends, you know what God wants us to be? A trophy case where the content of those trophies is God's grace. Where people look at our life and they see, this is what God has done in my life. This is what God has done in my life. This is what God has done in my life. This is how He saved me from sin. This is how He shown Himself faithful to me. This is how He has sent His love on me. This is God's grace to me over and over and over again. That's what it means to live, to be, to the praise of His glorious grace. Is that our lives become a display case whereby God shows His grace to the world through us. And this is an incredible privilege. And we more of that when we go back into the, but I want credit, I want to do this my way, I'm going to do it myself, thank you very much. When we fall back into those patterns of pride and independence and performance, we, we tarnish the trophies in the case as we live this life of dependence 